The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Hello, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode 350 is going up out to our main man, Top Noy Kiram, who we're going to talk about today. I'm glad we get to talk about Top Noy again. Uh, thank you for coming to the show. I'm one of the hosts, Chef Chalks Fox. No UFC this week, but as we've always said here, we made it our slogan, no UFC, no problem, uh, because we have road to UFC this week. Uh, the UFC is starting an, up another tournament, um, this time in Shanghai, to to add some uh, more Asian fighters to the ranks of the official UFC. So they got a bunch of tournaments kicking off this Saturday, uh, two sets of fight cards on Saturday, two sets of fight cards on Sunday. So we're going to spread those out over the next three episodes and give you our picks. Well, Gumby will give you his picks because he is an expert on regional MMA. Uh, Even though Asian uh, regional MMA is a little harder uh, to watch and to to do research on, but I think he did good with his picks last uh, last season of this let's bring him in and find out it's one and only daniel gumby Reeland. hello so it's back when i didn't really have a chart that i kept all that faithfully for regional mma like we used to keep our stats for ufc but not so well for the regional stuff uh and and so i i think i did well but i, I would have to go back and look i will tell you i, I am uh I, again it, it's really easy to get film on some of these guys and really hard to get film i ended Go to my back corners of the internet to find some of it. Uh, but I believe I've got enough for all you guys to feel pretty good about these picks. Yeah, some of the fighters we have seen before, either uh, some of them in in the actual UFC, uh, some of them on last season of Road to UFC, uh, some of them in the biggest promotion in the world, 1FC. So some of them aren't complete unknowns, but, but there are uh, quite a few who have, uh, have not fought outside of, of regional Asian promotions. But um, we're going to give you the goods regardless. Um, no odds, right? I haven't seen odds anywhere. Have you seen odds either? No, I've, I've been looking for them. I haven't found any of them. Uh, but I do think uh, I've got a pretty good beat on who should be a favorite everywhere. So uh, at least on, let's see, we, we're going to break down 20 fights for you over the next three episodes. I would tell you, uh, I've got a good feeling that I, I'm going to be in the ballpark on the odds on, let's say, 18 of them. Wow. That's a 90% success rate. Pretty good. At the very least, he will, he'll let you know what range to bet it. Or if it, if, you know, if a fight gets to a certain level, don't, don't hit it. It's, it regional with regional odds that they tend to jump, especially when, after they first drop, they tend to jump, uh, odds get a lot of movement on them, uh, very quickly. So, uh, the odds that we quote you may not be what you can see at your book. So, uh, Gumby, hopefully we'll give you a, a range that you can bet in and then we'll, uh, We'll, we'll push it on forward like that, but um, we'll better jump into it. As Gumby said, this next week we have 20 fights to break down. So before we jump into the first batch, let's tell you about Edge Boost. SGPN is excited to announce an exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card, similar to buy now, pay later programs like Affirm and Afterpay. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. So the deposit funds in your account and Edge Boost will match the deposit so you can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. 
Edge currently offers up to 2,500 in advances as you build a repayment history. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Usually Gumby's uh, edge boost double down play of the day is usually an Atlanta Braves pick. Um, probably just bet the Atlanta Braves going forward, right? Is that is that the play? That, that's a decent play or bet against the Mets. They, they've been hot lately, but, uh, you know, they're, they're bound to cool off. There you go. There you go. That's, that's some, uh, some, uh, MLB edge boost, uh, double down plays you can do. Or if your book has, uh, hopefully you have a book that has road to UFC odds then you use some of these picks. We're going to give you right here and double down on those with edge boost. All right. Road to UFC Shanghai is the first, well, actually, they're all called that. Um, the first event is happening Saturday, May 27th. So this coming Saturday, 6 a.m. Eastern. So the hardcores will enjoy, probably enjoy the, the wacky start time for that. It's going down from the UFC Performance Institute, Shanghai, in Shanghai, China. Five bouts. These are all tournament fights. Um, this is This card is going to be flyweights and featherweights. We start at the bottom. Our man, Top Noy Kiram, makes a return. Uh, flyweight bout against um uh, what's his first name dan it just says his name so long it just says and nyan jargal tumin demberal it's going to be a fun fun week of uh pronunciations isn't it yeah tumin tumin demberal i'm pretty sure but yeah tumin demberal versus top iram we like top because he uh is he has a personality he likes to smoke cigarettes <laughs> after his fight so um tumin demberal barrel six and oh He's got two knockouts, four submissions. He's got multiple regional championships on his mantle. Go get the shirt from the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Uh, um, he is from Mongolia. I should tell you what country all these different fighters are from because we have some interesting countries or, um, fighting in this tournament. Uh, he usually or he has fought up a weight class at featherweight. He's six years younger than Kiram, two inches taller than him. Kiram, lucky left is the nickname. Not lefty, lucky left. Nine and four, five knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. He went one and one in last season of road to UFC. He's won three of his last four. He did win his last fight via TKO. Uh, and he usually fights down. Actually, what fight is this? is at, uh, sorry, this, he usually fights down at Bantamweight. I, I believe that's the same with Tumin Dembero, or they have fought down at, at Bantamweight. And I don't have any odds or any other info. A lot of times we don't even have ages. Uh, we often don't have reach on a lot of these fighters because they are mystery men uh, to everyone except for Gumby. So you 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 met up at bantamweight, right? Because this is it. This is it. Flyweight. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me. Right. I'm looking at the top. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Tumin yeah, yeah. Barrel so, used to fight up at up at two weight classes at featherweight. Um, Kiram used to fight up at bantamweight. Right. Yeah. Now go ahead. And, and, and he fought at flyweight last time on Road to the UFC too. He was in the flyweight tournament. It's weird. This is um this has got a flyweight and a featherweight tournament in it, and this is not part of it, despite being the right weight class for oh, one that's of right. them. This isn't a tournament. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't know. Usually there's like a feature fight and that feature fight. Usually is like a weight class. They're not going to have like they had a two Oh five fight last time. Um, in no tournament to go along with it. But like, I, I almost wonder if this is like their chance to be like, all right, top Noy, you got one more shot, my man, uh, either go get it or don't. And I think he's going to be a, a sizable underdog here. Uh, people are going to, Fade the fact that we've got the the Thai style fighter in Kiram against somebody who wrestles kind of decently. Um, you, you actually find that a lot with Mongolian fighters. They've got some pretty decent wrestling. And, and Tumen Dembero is 
he's good once he gets you into the clinch. If he gets you into the clinch, he can like take the back really easily. Um, and he, he does a good job of searching for subs, but if he can't get to your back, uh, he, he sort of struggles. Uh, he's really spazzy on the feet. Um, and so I'm actually going to go underdog out the gate here. I'm going to take top noy. Uh, and it's because I think even though his takedown defense isn't really great, his submission defense is really good. So like, even if he has to ride out one round with Tuman Dembero on his back, as long as he doesn't do that twice, I think he's going to look better in the clinch. His elbows in the clinch are phenomenal. He throws nice little knees. If this stays at distance, which like he could keep it at distance, uh, I, I think he's going to outkick him. I think he's going to outstrike him. I, I think he's just going to look sharper. So if, if you ever get Topnoy as a dog here, like definitely playable as a dog um, right up until even money. And I think he's probably going to be, let's say he's plus 175 here. That, that's going to be my guess. Fantastic. Yeah, I didn't even notice. I'm glad Dan caught that. There's no little tournament logo beside this one on Topology. So yeah, I, I was going to say this is probably a feature fight to try to get Top Noy because he's an exciting, fun personality. So there, there you go. Right out, out of the gate. Hopefully we got a, or Gumby's got a big dog for you. Now we're going to tournament fights. This is a flyweight fight. Ray Tusura from Japan versus Ronald Sihan, Sihan from uh, Indonesia. Yeah, I'm butchering names, but that, that's what you come here for. Um, all right. Sihan, don't have much info on him. He's 7-0, and though, with five knockouts, and he's four inches taller than Suruya. Suruya. Yeah, Suruya. Suruya. <laughs> all right. Suruya is also undefeated. 6-0, and three knockouts, three submissions. He is, was a regional champion. He's five years younger than his Indonesian counterpart, and that's all I got for you for this one. So I'm going to go, uh, well, first of all, if you're looking for fake odds that I make up on the spot, um, I, I'm going to say Saruya, big favorite here. Let's say negative 230, um, and I'm going to ride with him. I, I think he's a rightful favorite here. Um, from what I've seen from him in the clinch, very good with his takedowns, um, including like he can sometimes just take you down with a wizard, um, which I know is sort of that because he's fought some like lower lower skilled opponents. Um, but I've seen him like take people down with just like a good hard wizard. Um, he's very, very aggressive. He's not particularly good with his hands, but I will say he's good defensively. Like he, he doesn't hang around. Like he's not one of those people who I say, ah, his boxing's not great. And it's because he like overextends himself and gets popped on the chin all the time. It's just like, he, he doesn't seem to have a good sense of range or how to get in and how to get out, but he gets out more than he gets in. So um, once he's got you on the ground, his ground and pound's excellent. So he's safe, but also good once he's on the ground. Siahan, just not good takedown defense. Uh, he uses all of the like low percentage defenses for takedowns. Um, he's the type of guy who tries to get that like body lock over the top, which never really works. Or he, he goes for a lot of switches. Um, and, and like, not that, uh, not, not that that's like, a terrible thing to do, but like, it's a terrible thing to only do. And in his last fight, he was actually getting the shit beat out of him. Um, and the guy shot one more takedown and he just threw a knee and it caught him and it was the body shot ended it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, Suria is, is just going to roll him here. And if you can get him, if you can get him up in the higher negative two hundreds, he's parlay fuel, but you could even be comfortable with a straight bet in the low two hundreds. All right, let's move on to some more fun names. Uh, this is in 
the featherweight weight class, a couple of Chinese fighters going up against each other. Yi Jia or Jia Yi, if you rather, versus Jaihifu Wuziazabiki. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wuziazabiki. Sure. See, he you don't even know. Um, all right. Tell you about Wuziazibiki first. I believe that's his last name. Prairie Kitty is his nickname. We need more information. <laughs> uh, Dan. That's, that's great. I love it. It is great. Put that put that in the nickname uh, archive for sure. Um, that right. one needs to be uh, needs to be re- remembered. All right, he is ha- has a lot of experience. Under about 30, 11 and one, six knockouts, sixteen submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted four times. So very durable fighter. Finished five times in forty two fights. Uh, he has gone three and two over his last five fights, including winning his last fight. Used to fight up at lightweight and down at bantamweight. He's one of the mystery men. I don't have an age for. He's two inches taller than Ja. Ja is 22 and four, five knockouts, 12 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. 0-1 in the UFC, 2-0 in road to the UFC. So he made his way into the UFC after last season and then flamed out one fight. He's out after one fight. That's rough. Three of his last four, he has won. 10 of his last 12, he has won. He used to fight at lightweight as well. Yeah, so he, he was out after one fight in the UFC because he was a road to the UFC finalist, correct? Right, right. Um, right. So, it, and they wound up having to squeeze those onto a fight card. So I don't think anybody actually counted that as being in the UFC, which I think is how he wound up back on the UFC. Like, if you watch most of the guys who lost in the finals, I think most of them are back on this season. So, um, look, I, I think Zayi is going to be a big favorite here. If you look at, like, what I'm hearing people say early, it, it sounds like he should be, like, negative 300, maybe even better. Let's say negative 350. Um but what I've seen out of him is, like, it, he just throws a ton of takedowns, um, and, like, he, he works well against the cage, but he does get backed up uh, to people who are, are are pressuring him too much. Like, he, he wants to throw takedowns, but if you back him up, he, he kind of looks scared. We saw that in the fight that he lost. Um, and I think Jiao is going to be the type of guy who can deal with that fine. Um, Jung Young Lee dealt with it fine, but I also think Jia Hefu can deal with it. He's kind of like a, so he looks like a rangier striker. He keeps his hands low, kind of karate stance, but that like the low hands is really great for takedown defense. And he's kind of got some nice wrestling in his own right. It's like a lot of body locks and like scrambles off of that. But like his wrestling is not bad. And I actually think his, his jujitsu skills are way better than Zayi's. So I think he's going to come in here as a pretty massive underdog. Let's say like high 200s at the very least. So I'll say like plus 280 here. Um, and I think he's definitely worth the flyer. So get, yeah, give me Gia Hafu here. Ooh, look at that. Right out of the gate, Gumby is giving you massive dogs. Hopefully they end up being massive dogs. All right, before we move on, let me tell you about something else you should be interested in. Shady Race and Shady May. Shady Race teamed up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win 500 bucks. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Last than all, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And for international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. 
then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Okie dokie. What are we moving to now? We're going to go back down to flyweights. Mark Klamako versus Jung Hyung Lee. So we have a, an American um, Asian American versus a Korean fighter, South Korean fighter. Um, let me tell you about the Korean fighter first. Uh, Lee, the Phenom is the nickname. He's 8-0 with four knockouts. He also is a pro kickboxer. Five years younger than Kamako. He's an inch taller than him. Kamako is 8-1. and one. Two knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. He's won two straight fights, and he went 1-0 and in Bellator. And that's all I got. So, first of all, Klamako is, uh, I believe both of his parents are from the Philippines. At least one of them okay. is, um, which is why I think he's on this card. Because we, we do have, we're, we're actually going to talk about, uh, later on in the week, we're going to talk about a fighter from Switzerland. But it's, again, uh, somebody with um, some, like, Asian heritage. So, uh, let me tell you something. Mark Klamako should be the biggest favorite on this card. I think there are some people who are in on Lee a little bit. Um, but, like, I, I would say... Klamako should be like a negative 600 favorite, but I think he's probably going to come in instead at like negative 300, 325, like kind of that same range. I was just talking about Zayi only like there's still value on him at negative 325 uh, because he, this guy's amazing. Um, he's really powerful. He's really freaking strong. Um, he's been fighting in LFA. He's been looking great in LFA um, with the exception of, like, kind of an unfortunate loss where he just got caught against Yuma Horuchi. Like, his last two fights, he just, like, ragged out Miguel Sanson. Um, and Miguel Sanson is legit. Like, I, I think we talked about him uh, before he fought Tyrus White. And, like, he's good. Um, Klamako is just, like, a suffocating grappler. Um, and, and there's things to like about Lee. Uh, you know, he, he throws some nice push kicks. He's pretty quick. He, he's just... He got nowhere near the takedown defense he needs for Clamaco. Like, Clamaco is just, th this is going to be one of those parlay legs that you just don't have to sweat on. Um, he's just going to take him down, rinse and repeat. If you can get props, Clamaco by decision is probably the right way to play this. Uh, but in the meantime, like, just, just hashtag throw him in a parlay. What was the number you had given us that? Well, let's say negative 325. All right. Yep, that's definitely parlay material. All right, let's go to our main event. Technically, they don't really have a main event, but the top of the card is Kazuki Sasu from Japan versus another Korean fighter, Sang Wong Kim. This is at, at uh, featherweight, and I should mention all these fights are three five-minute rounds as, as per usual. Kim, no problem, is the nickname. Uh, nine, five, and one, two knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. He's gone three and one over his last four fights. He did lose via TKO in his last fight, though. He was a regional champion as well. He used to fight at lightweight, five inches taller than Sasu. He's a mystery man. I don't have his age or his reach uh, anywhere on the internet that I could find. Sasu, Sasuke is a nickname. 11, 2, and 1, four knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once, once, so he's been finishing both of his losses. He was on last season of the road to UFC. He went 1 and 1. After, after that, he's won two straight fights and nine of his last 10. He won his last fight via TKO. He also has multiple retail championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. And that is it for me. So uh, I think Sasu also going to be a big favorite here. Um, uh, like I think probably, let's say negative 275 to plus 250 on the comeback from Kim. Um, and, and if you're looking for a, a breakdown of Sasu, I, I mean, we kind of got it all. He fought Zayi, um, which maybe they're on a collision course again here, um, except for I, 
I'm going to pick against both of them. I think they're both going to be favorites, but I'm going to take the dog here on Kim here because in that fight with Zayi, I mean, he's a little bit slow and sloppy in the exchanges. He, he throws a leg kick that I don't think is particularly all that well. Like, he doesn't understand the distance of, like, how to hurt somebody with a leg kick. He's got an okay double leg, but he's, like, he clearly is only doing it because he likes his jiu-jitsu, and he, he's not particularly great at the wrestling. He's a jump guillotine guy. I will tell you that. For those of you who hate jumping guillotine, he is a jump guillotine guy. And Kim, I think, just has, like, enough of the basics when it comes to wrestling. Like, he doesn't do anything real flashy, um, but he gets his arms underneath. He blocks the takedowns. He's really good offensively wrestling, but doesn't use it all that much. And he's going to have a big advantage in terms of size here. Uh, Sasu is only 5'5". Five five. He's a real short guy. Um, his reach is a little bit longer than 5'5". Five five. It's like a 5'7 reach here. But Sangwon Kim, he's 5'10", and he fights long too. So like, even if Sasu does try to get his wrestling going and his jiu-jitsu going... I think he's going to have trouble against a guy who's much taller with good wrestling defense and better sense of range. So uh, it, it will be my third dog of the day, but I'm going to take Sangwon Kim. Fantastic. Going with the dogs. That's what we love coming for. What number did, we, did you give us? Plus one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, plus 250. All right. Let's recap. First event in the books. He's got Kim as a big dog, hopefully. Komako as a probably a big favorite. Um, was it was Azibiki as a big dog? I think he picked him just so I had to say the name again. Um, Saruya probably his big favorite, and then Top Noi Kiram as a pretty sizable dog. Sound correct? Yeah, it sounds good to me. All right, first in the books, we got two well, two, uh, th- two more episodes actually, two more. Yes, we have Wednesday, Thursday. That's right, to break down the last three fight uh cards of Road to UFC. In the meantime, Time get in the Discord and chat with us, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Twitter, we're at SGPN MMA, at Gumby Reeland and at Jeff Fox Writer. You can listen to Gumby's top turtle MMA podcast, which will be dropping in a day or two. You want to tell us who's on it? You want to save that for another episode? Uh, they're not in the can yet, so I'm going to save it. <laughs> yep. Don't want to jinx things. All right. So listen to Top Turtle MMA. It'll be good regardless of who is on it. Uh, all my MMA writings can be in your inbox conveniently for you if you subscribe to moneymma.substack.com and make sure you uh, for all things sportsgamblingpodcast.com go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com imagine that all right that is it for me gumby's going to tell you goodbye go ahead gumby all right i'm daniel gumby freeland he's the prairie kitty jeff fox and we will see you on wednesday